Welcome to part two of the episode, understanding the hidden costs of credit products like credit cards and BNPL schemes. In part one, we explored the intricacies of credit cards, dissecting their costs and nuances with Neil Borad, the deputy editor at Mint, who oversees the personal finance team. I also introduced you to Sandeep Mal, a credit card enthusiast who has gathered a million credit card reward points. If you happen to miss out on that insightful discussion, I encourage you to give it a listen. I'll be here waiting for you. In part two, before delving into a comprehensive analysis of buy now, pay later scheme with our expert, I'll uncover all the super secrets behind how Sandeep successfully acquired and leveraged those million reward points. My question to him was straightforward. What steps can I take to maximize my rewards when using a credit card? Number one point is that you need to have a lot of patience. So now I say my monthly grocery bill is 15,000 rupees. Now, one option is that I go and straightforward swipe my card and I'll get some points, obviously, whatever is there uh, by spending 15,000 points. The other option is that I go to uh, the bank website, say I'm going to Reliance Store and, you know, Reliance Smart and buying. So I buy Reliance vouchers there. And when I buy vouchers, there are two things which may happen is that, you know, I may get some points, multiplier points, you know, like the bank uh, is offering, you know, you get one is to one point five or one point seven or three X, five X, you know, different different times, you know. So you get some some points because you buy the vouchers from there. And with those, using those vouchers, I'm paying reliance. So basically you get instead of one is to one, you are whatever the point ratio is, you're getting multiple times uh, that, you know, and those points then I can use to buy tickets or hotels or whatever, you know. And while I'm doing that, I again use the multiplier thing like uh, Accor had 1.7 or 1.8x. So if I'm transferring points to Accor, so I'm, you know, for one rupee, say one point, I'm getting 1.8 points. So that also you keep on multiplying it. The selection of cards is very important. You know, what sort of cards you are going to get. I mean, you know, it, it all depends upon what exactly you want. What's your goal? So if your travel is your goal, then you'll have a card which is similar. Or say if everybody at your home are, are using Airtel phone. So you'll have an Airtel co-branded some card where you'll get more points or discounts. If somebody is looking for, you know, uh, to buy stuff, things. So there are cards which are co-branded, you know, which are specific to uh, what if somebody travels a lot international, it makes sense for them to, you know, get a zero added, you know, add-on cost on your international spends wala card. So these these things all depends upon person to person ki uska utility kya hai, uska kya requirement hai. So that is where uh, it's important to choose your cards exactly in the way you want uh, to spend it. What is your priority? You know, what, what exactly is your goal? Sandeep's journey with credit card rewards has been quite the adventure. From initially overlooking those rewards to eventually becoming a seasoned pro at unlocking their full potential. However, emphasizing the importance of card selection is crucial here. Selecting the right card with reward schemes that align with your spending goals is of utmost significance. Not every card will provide the same benefits and not every card will suit your specific context. So being mindful of your card choices can be a game changer. I also asked Sandeep for his top tips that he could share with those eager to make the most out of their credit card rewards. So uh, I don't use my credit card as a credit card. I use it more as a debit card. I always have money on credit in my you know, credit card account. So if I have to say go and spend, like as I said, I went to Tanis to buy say some gold or whatever for 10 lakh rupees uh, for my son's wedding. So that I'll deposit 10 lakh to my credit card and then I go and spend it. 
So the biggest miss people do is that, you know, they don't pay on time or they, you know, go the minimum balance and overdo uh, their expenses. You have to pay on time. Obviously, if you, if you miss a cycle, then you are badly screwed up, you know, because the interest rate is almost like 36% plus, 40% plus, you know. And even if you don't pay just, you know, 10%, he, you have paid 90% and you missed a 10% thing. So that whole thing amount gets, you have to pay interest even on the 90% thing you have paid. So that's where you have to be very cautious. And uh, number two is that never get into a debt trap. Never try to, you know, utilize, uh, use it as a, as a tool. I mean, you know, supporting tool. So we, we never spend, uh, you know, like, if I TV, so that you get, you know, the maximum points out of it, you know. So that I'll do, but I'll not like buy TV just because that, you know, it's giving me points. So that discipline has to be there. You have to devote some time and you have to have patience because, you know, deals are if, if you have to do some high ticket uh, purchase, you know, it all starts with income. The more you earn, the better credit cards you are eligible for, you do get. You only get the best credit card when you, you have that criteria or eligibility, you know, ki aapko, itna aapka income ho hai ki aapko, you, you qualify for that. So number one is keep on making money. Absolutely. Sandeep has made a crucial point about the importance of increasing your income to improve your financial opportunity, including eligibility for better credit cards. It's clear that building a strong financial foundation begins with earning more. However, I'd like to add that while increasing your income is essential, it's equally important to manage your finances wisely. We all face an eternal struggle. Our wallet is always on a diet while our desires indulge in a buffet of temptation and they never count the calories. It's like trying to maintain a salad-only lifestyle in a world full of desserts. Sometimes, even if you have a good income, improper financial management can lead to challenges. That's where seeking guidance from qualified financial advisors can make a significant difference. If you're looking to take your personal finance to the next level and make the most of your growing income, consider consulting One Finance's qualified financial advisor. They have the knowledge and experience to help you make informed decisions, plan for your financial goals, and ensure that your money grows substantially over time. So it's not just about making more money, but also about making smart financial choices with the money you have. Now, a conversation without credit card purchases wouldn't be complete without diving into the intriguing world of buy now, pay later schemes. In a market starved for alternative credit options, particularly for folks without a rock-solid employment history or a sparkling credit score, these BNPL models, championed by big shots like Later, Lazy Pay, Amazon Pay and the likes, come across as the superheroes of convenience, rescuing most from immediate financial commitments. My next guest on the show is Akshat Saxena, who ventured into the fintech arena in 2015 and co-founded ePay one of the pioneers in the BNPL space in India. As per Akshat, BNPL started as a bullet repayment product with extremely short credit periods. Its popularity soared as it emerged as a favored online payment choice for customers shopping on e-commerce platforms. For the customer experience, the consideration set gets reduced to one-click checkout and within one-click checkout, you have three options and uh, COD, wallet and uh, and BNPL and BNPL scores over the other two for a bunch of reasons. It's a deferred payment and that too, you don't have to worry about having a change ready and stuff when you get the delivery. Plus you get, uh, you know, kind of a period 
over which you can make the payment and uh, therefore it also uh, you know increases your purchase capacity in a way and therefore uh, over you know bnpl is probably the eventual winner amongst all payment methods and that's that's probably what what explains why it is gaining so much traction and just like there are no freebies for credit card purchases the same holds true for bnpl schemes right yeah so I think again that's where uh, the industry has evolved. I I would say that when it started, uh, for the customers again there was a learning curve. They did not realize that it's it's like any other payment instrument, which is a which is credit instrument in nature. You know where there might be certain costs involved and late payment fees and all those things. But I think over a period of time, a lot of transparency has gotten established thanks to uh, the effort by the industry and also. Uh, you know by a sustained effort from the regulator so i think as of now there could be multiple heads under which a customer could be charged a fee it could be a processing fee at times it could be let's say uh, sometimes a late payment fee which is again could be an interest or fixed fee uh, or both most cases both right for example uh, let's say there is a 14 day credit cycle right now somebody might start levying the late payment fee starting 15th day also uh, if you have repaid on 15th day you are basically one day uh, late and you will pay for one day there are players who are basically starting the late payment period from the date of transaction itself which means even if you are one day late you still have to pay for 14 plus 1 15 days right so those are like different ways in which people are computing that uh, amount there are also players who are charging an annual fee of sorts right so uh, retention fee or uh, subscription fee or whatever you call it so that's the other uh, one where uh, sometimes customer customers are not you know particularly aware and they realize at the end of the year that you know certain amount has been deducted and stuff and the third fee wherein the player requires the customer to make a certain minimum quantum of transaction especially in those cases wherein there is no processing fee right uh, so basically you have not monetized the onboarding but so you still incur certain costs right so as a as a lender or as a I know you you basically require the customer to make certain minimum transactions so that you recover that cost if the customer doesn't then you basically uh, levy a fee on the customer and you start charging per day a certain amount it would be three percent plus 10 rupees per day or something like that but as far as the interest part is concerned uh, i've seen that being three percent in most cases So, you know, we used to have a lot of these challenges uh, in the beginning. Now, we would typically have customers who would, uh, I mean, it's somewhat funny now. Uh, we have customers who would uh, buy movie tickets for uh, their whole group of friends. And, uh, you know, at the end of it, uh, they would say, oh, we are not willing to pay because uh, the movie wasn't that great. We are sorry you didn't have the best experience, but that's something we can't help. You know, and they would not pay, uh, you know, sometimes they would say, you know, we have ordered a pizza and it was late and stuff. So we're not supposed to repay. So, you know, you would get into those kind of uh, scenarios reasonably often. So almost every day you would be solving something like this. And uh, again, uh, since you have to follow the law of land and as per RBI's regulations, you have to, uh, in case the customer is not repaid uh, and customer has gone beyond 30 days due you have to report it to the bureau so you do that and you also have to follow the other processes then you would have customers coming and reaching out to you you know asking for waivers and stuff like that and 
you would have it happening quite often uh, with a lot of sometimes with millennials sometimes with customers who were like first time credit users and all and stuff buy now pay later schemes promise instant gratification and budget friendly payments they can be your budgeting bff breaking down costs into manageable chunks but it is important to be aware of the hidden fees that lurk in the shadows ready to pounce if you miss a payment deadline these schemes can also quietly lead you into accumulating debt without you even realizing it on the other hand credit cards the sweethearts of impulse shoppers and reward seekers offer unparalleled convenience and a chance to earn enticing perks again they're not without their pitfalls it's all too easy to slip into the hole of debt with a swipe of a card and the sudden call of interest payments can keep you trapped in a cycle of financial troubles in the end both credit cards and bnpl options can be double edged swords they offer financial freedom and they offer temptations in equal measure the key is to use them with caution understand the terms and conditions and always keep an eye for those sneaky charges that may be hiding just beneath the surface as a bit goodbye remember that financial wisdom and a good dose of skepticism are your best allies in navigating the world of credit and payments and if you need solid sound personal financial advice then one finances qualified financial experts are always there for you this is temperament by one finance produced by wine studio and i'm your host ashish chawla investment in securities market are subject to market risks read all related documents carefully before investing the securities quoted are for illustration only and are not recommendatory